2: Welcome to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans give you an inside look at the program and much more. Off Court is brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Hello and welcome
3: again to another edition of Off Court. Sean Callahan here with Husker Online, Robin Washett, Trey, and Bryce McGowans. And later in the show, we'll be joined by Kobe Webster and C.J. Wilcher. Um, as they're in studio here with us and you heard our proud title sponsor of the show Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill along with Tavern 180 and Cassie from Tanner's just made a drop off of the show, had some cheese sticks for Bryce, had some uh, what, what kind of wings did you guys get? Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper. Peppers. And peppers. <laughs> she came strong with a 24-pack, and and we're working on that right now. And yes, so I, I think
4: Bryce ate every single one of the mozzarella sticks, too. Most definitely. Yeah, we had somebody
3: up here <laughs> taking a couple, and that didn't, he, he was like, hey, this is, is there 10 in the order usually or eight? I don't know
0: uh-huh. how many she put in there. I think I ate 10 myself, though.
3: <laughs> but thanks again to Tanner's Bar and Grill. It will be a hopping place for Nebraska football on Saturday against Michigan State. Uh, road game Um, so if you're going in get there early um, get a spot and get hunkered in for a great football game there on Saturday night NFL football as well on Sunday Uh, that's Tanner's on 30th and Yankee Hill Road but this is what we'd like to call opening headlines Robin what do you want to lead us off at
4: well obviously this week featured photo day where you guys got to get game ready suited up in the jerseys the shooting sleeves the ties the shoes the headbands (laughs) all that stuff and get your team photos uh through all the different media networks and whatnot uh what was that experience like for you trey i know you've done probably a few of those in the past but Bryce, this was your first time uh i guess we'll start with you what what was your first photo day like
0: uh it was very exciting uh being able to put the new threads on uh see a lot of smiling faces you know uh and just be be able to be in a a college uniform is you know it's amazing (laughs) So you know, it's always been a dream of mine to you know make it on a big stage. So it was it was fun.
4: Yeah, no, Trey. I, I was kind of watching you guys go through this stuff, and you know, some of the normal poses like holding the ball, and whatnot. But did you have to do anything like <laughs> I see like some of the, like the exaggerated crossovers where you got like the ball put up way up here, and you're like <laughs> almost on one knee. Uh, what what was the what's been the weirdest picture they've had or thing they've had you do for a individual photo shoot?
1: Sitting the ball on top of my head. On top of it. Was that here? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, I was like a hat? Like cake. Yeah. Like I was walking. <laughs> <laughs> like you're carrying something heavy through the house. Yeah. Like you're carrying water up. back. From yeah.
4: the... <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So, you know, I mean, uh, obviously, that was the kickstart to next week when you start your very first official season practice. I believe it's on the 28th tuesday the 28th i believe so uh i mean you're right around the corner here you are less than a week removed from the official start of the season what what's uh kind of going through your minds right now as things are about to get uh for real for real here
1: um honestly just trying to touch up um on the things we've been working on um this summer to kind of be prepped because um, i mean the season's basically here now and i mean it's already kind of went fast mm-hmm. and I mean, as soon as we start, everything's going to be kind of up and rolling. So, really, be here before we know it.
4: Now, you guys had that time off a couple of weeks or a few weeks ago, uh, but you've been back doing stuff now. I mean, I mean, it's essentially like practices, but not the the full official practices. But what types of stuff have you guys been doing over the last few weeks as a team?
0: Uh, really, just um, you know, building on what we started. I mean, what we came in with. But uh, I would say mostly, you know, just defensive schemes. Uh, continuing to, you know, add plays, add sets, uh, you know, just focus on rebounding, and, you know, free throws is a big thing.
4: So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned free throws. Uh, I don't know if you guys have done it yet, but I know usually you bring in, like, Big Ten officials to come just officiate practice, at least the scrimmage portion of it. Uh, have you been able to do that, any of that yet? Have they brought any yet, or does that wait for the the actual practices?
1: Um, When's first practice?
4: Like Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: Tuesday. Uh, yeah, we'll probably. I think we'll we'll probably do that on um, like Tuesday. Yeah.
4: Well, does that how does that change the dynamic of practice? I mean, you probably can not get away with stuff that maybe you normally would when the coaches are reffing.
1: Nah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely um, the fouls dismissed. Um, like the little tugging at the jersey, I'm just definitely gonna get caught because I mean you got reps from everywhere.
4: So with free throws, I mean, obviously that's been an issue for Nebraska for a long time now. Uh, What types of things have you guys done to emphasize that? I mean, making sure, like, is there, like, certain things you do to, like, punishment if you miss free throws or, like, pressure situations or anything like that? We on the line. Uh, Yeah, we really just (laughs) shoot free throws
1: after practice. And then, um, I mean, after every practice, like, we finish, finish, everybody um, has to shoot 25 and then um, mark it up on the board.
4: Now, I want to kind of relay it to, to football, obviously, uh, you know, Nebraska's kicker Connor Culp is going through a bit of a, a struggle right now where, I mean, he missed like two or three kicks all last year. Now he you know, he's having some real issues. Uh, Austin Allen was at the tight end for the football team. He played basketball in high school, and he kind of related to when his senior year, he never airballed a free throw in his life. Then all of a sudden, like his fifth game into his senior high school season, he airballed one. He ended up airballing six that whole season just because it was in his head. Have you guys ever had anything like that? Where I mean, the most like a fundamental thing, like shooting a free throw or or whatever it may be. Suddenly, it just becomes like this this mental block that you have to try to fight through.
1: No, I mean, I don't know about airballing a free throw. Yeah, (laughs) well, obviously not. It's definitely um, like mental blocks um, that that occur sometimes.
4: Like what? What's an example that you've had?
1: Hmm. I mean, I I think it just comes with reps, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, Just just staying, trusting your work, um, that's pretty much it. I I feel like that's where the confidence comes from.
4: And I guess kind of sticking with the the football theme, uh, they they lost that game, obviously, but played really well, played a lot closer than I think anybody would have expected uh, and had a chance to win that game. Now, you know, their kind of message was, you know, we're not big on moral victories. And I guess in your guys' experience, what do you feel about moral victories and inside the locker room coming off a game that you know maybe a lot of people didn't give you a chance but you played really well and came this close to actually getting it done can that be uh, something you can build upon or is it one of those deals well we didn't play well enough we still lost the game
1: um yeah I feel like it's something that you definitely have to um be able to look in the mirror um, make adjustments and then build on um but I mean as a whole I don't really believe in moral victories either but I mean, I, I definitely um, think of looking on the bright side,
4: for sure. What about you, Bryce?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, it's just some always something to build on. Uh, you know, learn uh, and you know pick up from you know the mistakes. So,
4: um. well, I also noticed they uh, adjusted the uh, rosters with current height and weights. Uh, I just want to make sure how accurate this are. They they have you, Bryce, listed at. Six seven one eighty five. One eighty. All right. We gonna that, okay. well, at <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna be there though. Okay. at least they're generous. We're gi- gonna They're giving we're you a few LBs. That's good. And then Trey, you're at six four, one ninety one. I believe for the second year in a row you have not gained a single pound. Yeah.
1: Now I'm gonna I'm finna, I'm finna, um what I weighed in. I weighed in at one ninety two yesterday. Okay. So yeah. you so
4: you're right about that. Yeah. Now there were a couple notable uh jumps from i guess the initial roster uh one of them was a guy we're gonna have in here in a little bit and cj wiltshire who i think was originally listed at 195 he's up to 210 now uh lat went from 205 to 216 keon went from 185 to 206 21 pound gain and then obviously we've talked about ed um and then i think Derek <laughs> and eduardo and trevor all gained an inch so it looks like you guys made some pretty good gains over the offseason season. work work you gotta eat
3: all that tanners you'll keep gaining weight yeah, in here right exactly yeah. that'll get you to
4: 185 yeah. right Great. eat some more
3: mozzarella sticks exactly. all right well, guys we got a full show on tap uh, we're gonna hear from cj and kobe here um, in our next segments you're listening here to off court with trey and bryce mcgowns another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it
4: that's where bank of america can help
2: You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln.
3: And welcome back here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowans. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett here from Husker Online. As you heard, our proud title sponsor is Tanner's and Tavern 180, right off 30th and Yankee Hill. Get into both those spots. Uh, Tavern 180 also has brunch on the weekends. Uh, They start brunch at 10 a.m. on both Saturday and Sunday. Um, It's really, really great brunch um, not a lot of brunch options, especially in South Lincoln. So check out Tavern 180 for brunch. But this segment of the program is brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers. I ran into Gary actually down in Norman. He was down um, at the game and uh, he said, we're, we're going to get, we got to get Bryce down there and get him ready. Um, we assume you're going to Big Ten Media Days, Bryce or Trey. Yeah, Trey, you're I'll going, I'm there. sorry. Mm-hmm. So we got to get you guys down there. He said, and get your suits ready to roll and, <laughs> Um, he goes. We got to get them down there and, and get you looking nice, um, as they're going to be dressing you guys um, throughout the basketball season at Gary Michael's Clothiers, 56 in Pine Lake Road. Their new location, and they're doing really, really well out there. So make sure you go out and see Gary and Nate, as they are going to dress Trey and Bryce uh, here over the basketball season. But uh, we got C.J. Wilcher joining us here on the program, guys. Uh, welcome back to Off Court, yes, C.J. Yes, sir.
5: Thank you for having me.
3: Second appearance.
4: Yeah. Well, we were asking these guys, uh, you know, obviously Photo Day was, was this week. It's your first shot at it. Did, did you do one at Xavier? Oh.
5: Yeah, we did one. It wasn't uh, as much as we did here, though. Yeah. We didn't do a team picture. It was more so like. Uh, individual pictures, individual stuff
4: like all the <coughs> the pregame or the video, like yeah, the stuff video like that. Yeah. Like, yeah,
5: individual pictures and stuff.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's kind of the unofficial marker point where the season's getting getting yeah, close. Like, I mean, I yeah. guess how how are you dialing in next week? The first official practices. I guess uh where's your mentality right now when when practice are about to, to tip off here in a few days?
5: I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm gonna come in every day, bring energy, be myself. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm excited for it. Um, we get a, we get a chance to. Everybody gets a chance to like uh what's the word? Kinda like show us mm-hmm. show our worth, mm-hmm. you know, show what we've been working, everything like that. So yeah
4: Yeah, so I mean this this summer, you know, you and you and Bryce kinda arrived here in, in about the same time and uh had to kinda hit the ball hit the ground running a little mm-hmm. bit with workouts and, and whatnot, I guess mm-hmm. Uh, what did you maybe learn about the program that you didn't know uh, before you got here? Because, I mean, obviously you committed kind of sight unseen a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, arrived here. Has the program kind of been what you had hoped of the system and how you fit into it, your relationship with the team and the coaches and all that stuff? Has Have things gone the way that, uh, you know, you ideally had hoped when, when you first arrived?
5: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I didn't necessarily know what to expect because, like, I never imagined myself being in Nebraska in the first place, you know, um, mm-hmm. being from New Jersey, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't really, I came in not really knowing what to expect and then here being here for how long it's been three four months. Yeah, I think it's been June, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been fun, you know, building a relationship with these guys and then working out kind of like um, Gives me a, a space to myself too. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I like it out here a lot.
4: Now We've asked these guys a lot about just impressions of, of their teammates. We'll, we'll ask you the same thing uh, any. any Anybody jump out to you that's like kind of really caught your eye with how they've played in practice uh, and, and workouts? Um, either that you know you maybe may have expected, or maybe some guys that kind of have taken you by surprise a little bit.
5: Um, well, a few guys I expected, like but like Kasey for sure. Mm-hmm. I said this earlier. Mm-hmm. I did not. I didn't know he could shoot it like that, like that level.
4: Yeah, I mean you're you're a shooter. Yeah, I mean you you understand he, could really, he that. could
5: really shoot it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think it.
3: Can I he outshoot out you?
5: no it's, it's there we we I, it's there he can really shoot it and I don't give I don't give too many people props I was gonna say you know I mean because I'm a shooter like you said exactly but like, he can really shoot it I'm not gonna lie
4: so I mean obviously you guys kind of would I want to say play a similar role but you're both perimeter threats. So do you think there's gonna be opportunities for you guys both to be on the court together this season Yeah, for
5: sure for sure definitely is um you know there's always like change of flows throughout the season, mm-hmm. change the rotation. So, I mean, there's always opportunity to that.
4: And Trey, I mean, you're going to do some of the, the ball handling here and run some of the point and maybe YouTube Rice as well. What what does that do for an offense when you have not just one dead-eye three-point shooter, but potentially two of them, if not more? I mean, you can throw Latin there or anybody. I mean, just to have multiple legitimate three-point shooters for spacing and in operating as a, as a point guard or a, a ball handler, what does that do for you to make your life easier?
1: Um, I mean really it just gives opens up driving lanes um and then I mean it helps the bigs I mean they their men can't really help they they have to kind of decide whether they'll give up a three or a two um but I mean just coach Horbrick's system um is really driven off um having playmakers mm-hmm. and um guys who who make shots um so. I mean, CJ, Kobe, Kasey, I mean, we got a lot of guys who make shots, and we got a lot of playmakers as
4: well, mm-hmm. so I'm super excited. kind of touched on this in the open a little bit, but CJ, it seems like you had a pretty productive uh, offseason in the weight room. Uh, you know, came in listed at 195. And you, what are you up to now?
5: So I'm 205. So actually – 205.
4: So they have you listed at 210. Is that yeah. a little generous?
5: Yeah. So, <laughs> so actually they kind of got it reversal. So I was 195 in high school. Okay. And that just kind of stuck with me through throughout uh, college. So they just so went with the default listing. So so I was I wasn't I haven't been one ninety five since I've been in college. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, so what, what what when you got here? So when I got here, I was actually two twenty one. Oh wow. Yeah. So you down, dropped weight. Yeah, I'm actually two oh five right now. Wow.
4: So I mean, I, I guess that you probably noticed a bit of a difference, just yeah, being being lighter on your feet, yeah, a little more explosive. Hundred percent. And I guess is that more a diet thing or is it working with uh, uh, Coach Joseph or, or anything like that?
5: Well, I think it's just a combination of, of everything, just like mental space, having good mental space, being conscious of like what I'm eating and mm-hmm. the times I'm eating, and just, also, you know what I mean, like working out, of course, things like that, just being conscious of everything.
4: We've talked with other guys, I mean, like Eduardo Andre. you know, like diet was a huge thing for him that he never really thought about, and now he's putting on weight because he yeah. knows how to eat. Was that something that, you know, maybe you didn't focus on as much? I mean, I know most high school kids don't, <laughs> you know, you nah. just eat what you eat, but when you actually get serious about your diet and you start to see those bigger results i mean how much does that just kind of change your your day-to-day with with how you eat
5: yeah i mean for me it wasn't necessarily like not paying attention to like my diet it's kind of like i've been like my body's been like a work in progress every year mm-hmm. like i've been playing basketball like i played i haven't played in the same skin every year i've I played basketball so like it's always been a work in progress so i would not necessarily say i didn't i wasn't conscious of it or i right. didn't know what to eat but it's right. just like you know what i mean being locked in on that
4: Okay, well, you know, uh, I don't know what you guys are going to do uh, for this opening night deal, but we've we've asked these guys about if there's a three-point contest, and they both said that you would probably be one of the guys that would be in it if they picked yeah. three guys to run a three-point contest. Your pick for three contestants for the team, three-point contest, and then who wins?
5: I think I'm going to win. I'm going to start with that. Okay. And then, shoot, that's tough.
4: I mean, obviously, Casey, right?
5: yeah. K-shay. If he's on your K-shay, level, yeah, me, KSA, and Let. <laughs> okay. Fourth one, Cole.
3: Fourth, Cole.
4: All right,
5: my boy, Cole. Good stuff. <laughs>
4: All right.
3: Well, we're going to bring C. J. back in, but when we come back, Kobe Webster, a very popular guest, joined us back, I believe, in the early stages of Off Court in July. Is going to make a reappearance. We'll hear from Kobe next. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns.
2: you're listening to off court with the mcgowans brought to you by tavern 180 at tanner's bar and grill in lincoln
3: and welcome back here to off court sean callahan robin wash head of husker online with trey and bryce mcgowans as this segment of the program brought to you by slim chickens located two locations in town 14th and pine lake road 84th and old cheney it is your fast food chicken option they have chicken and waffles wings uh fingers um everything you can want great desserts great sides get on in check out slim chickens bill hooks and his crew proud supporters of nebraska basketball and off court with trey and bryce mcgowns but back now by popular demand making his reappearance on off court the world famous kobe webster welcome back to the program kobe yeah,
6: appreciate it appreciate it we back. <laughs>
3: Well, Kobe,
4: I asked all the other guys, um, you know, obviously photo day kind of kickstarted things, but you got real practices next week, uh, for, for you personally, uh, especially coming off last season, you know, you're one of the guys that's back this year after going through all that you went through, what's your excitement level to get this thing going again in year two at Nebraska?
6: Um, I think, I mean, I've said it over and over since the summer, just the momentum that we had. Um, that back part of the season, mm-hmm. you know, the, the commitment we had um, to coach a system, um, you know. So I'm really just excited to carry that over this year. Um, me returning, Trey returning, lat returning, guys like that, and then obviously all the newcomers that we have, um, it's going to be really exciting, especially with the fans back in the building.
4: How do you think things have gelled? I mean, you bring a lot back, but nine newcomers, you know, a lot of new faces, new personalities to mesh with everything – Uh, you know these guys seem to think it's it's gone pretty well where you know everybody's kind of you know really been lock and step uh, since, since they got here I mean have you seen the the same development off the court just as much as how much progress you've made on the court
2: yeah
6: yeah definitely um I think on the court everybody is embracing their role um and committed to um the same goal of winning um committed to coach's system and everything that he's implementing on both ends of the floor and off the court um yeah it's I mean it's kind of very fluid, I would say mm-hmm. um everything kind of just happened organically guys um being able to talk to each other about stuff outside of sports, so um yeah, I think it's going well
4: you were on you made a radio appearance here locally that and and brass uh just about where do you guys get? or your optimism and have your spirits up coming off not just one seven win season, but even the year before this program won seven games. And I mean, just on the surface level, look on the outside, people are like, wow, Nebraska is really in a bad spot right now. But I mean, just talking with all you guys like around the fan base, anyone that's actually kind of seen what's, what's going on right now. Uh, I would say the expectations are as high as they've been in a long time. As yeah. far as, as what, what you guys could be this year, I guess, what, how do you, compartmentalize what last year was and then what this season could be and try not to dwell too much on last year, but also kind of use, like you said, the back end of what, what the, that season was and carry it over into this off season on to the start of the year.
6: I think just staying in the moment, staying present. Um, can, I mean, coach Hoyberg says all the time, you can't let your lows get too low. Your highs too high. So, um, staying consistent with that. And then, like I said, staying present, not, um, Worrying about things you can't control. You know, last year's last year. We can't go back and change anything, which I learned from. Use as motivation. And even when it comes to the expectations and stuff like that, we we have to go into practice every day and get better, mm-hmm. period. So um, staying present and not worrying about anybody else's expectations but but ours, um, I think that's the, that's really the focus for us.
4: How have these young guys done? I mean, obviously we hear from Bryce every week, but uh, you know there's a lot of other new faces that are going through this for you know either first or second time. Uh, how have they kind of adjusted to life in the Big Ten? And they haven't played a game yet, but you know they're practicing against yeah. you know legit competition every single day. Uh, you know school started you know last month. I guess how how have the the young guys kind of adjusted to life as a nebraska basketball player
6: i mean they're doing pretty well i would say i think all of them are like i said committed to to what is being you know implemented Mm -hmm. um all very good listeners when it comes to not only coaches but um taking advice from guys like myself trey lat um other returners Derek. Mm -hmm. you know um just you know having their ears open and really locking in on on details and um not you know Taking criticism the wrong way, um, understanding that everybody is here for the same reason. We all want to win. We all um, want to have each other's best interests. So I think that's that's something that each player, newcomer, has has done really well.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say you guys have a lot of strong veteran leadership on this team, but it seems like these young guys don't really need to be pushed that much. You know, it, it seems like they're all kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know, as far as their their focus for and sure. not not taking this lightly or anything like that. How much has that helped, uh, you know, you guys that uh, you don't have to kind of pull guys yeah. along with you?
6: Yeah, no, it makes our jobs easier. I think um, they we, we're we able to more so lead by example mm-hmm. than have to, like you said, pull and tug and try to force um, things that happen. So um, they sort of just match what our energy, um, match, you know, how, how we come out. Um, how we defend, how we talk, um, doing little stuff like that. So, um, like you said, it just make, makes everything easier.
4: What's been your impressions of Alonzo, Verge?
6: Duke and Hoop. Duke mm-hmm. and Hoop. I actually, um, I actually played against him way back when. Oh, really? uh, in AAU um, a couple of times. So um, we uh, chopped it up about that a little bit when he first got on campus. But um, known he could play basketball since then and um, excited to have him um he's a uh sort of a uh I, I don't know how to say it uh, i want to say like you know the, the magic johnson type you know he he got the no look passes the mm-hmm. the flair i guess is what yeah, i'm trying to go. say um so he brings that to our team a lot of energy um especially on defense i think that's going to be um a big key for us
4: i know people kind of chalk him up as a volume shooter because they look at what he did at arizona state I and mean, it seems like all those guards just shot the ball a lot uh has he kind of fit that role, or is, is he more of a facilitator than people give him credit for? Uh,
6: yeah, no, I think everybody's situation is different. Um, like I said, you got to stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. You got to go off what you see today, not last year or anything like that. So um, he can definitely put the ball in the hole, but I wouldn't consider him a volume shooter. Um, he's going to make the right plays, he's going to play defense. He's definitely a facilitator. Love, like the dude, loves getting assists. Um, Loves finding his bigs on pick and rolls whenever he's in the paint, loves to spray out and uh, get guys open shots. So, um, I definitely think he's more of a facilitator than people give him credit
4: for. We talk a lot about offense and how much upgrades you made with your shooting and just playmakers. What about defense? Well, what is going to make this team better defensively, both in the front court and on the perimeter?
6: I think just our commitment. I think defense is more of an effort thing than anything. It's not. Um, there's obviously schemes to defense and um, locking it on those, but I think effort is is the biggest mm-hmm. thing. I think when we do communicate and um, and we give that effort and we go all, all out on that end, um, we can be a great defensive team. And that and the thing is, I think once we realize that defense is what's going to lead to our great offense, um, we'll be more a little more committed to it and. Um, you know find a way to to give effort on every play
3: all right when we come back we're going to bring in cj to join kobe trey and bryce and we're gonna have a couple mailbag segments where uh, we'll bounce a lot of different topics off the guys you're listening here to off court with trey and bryce mcgowns
2: ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar & Grill in Lincoln.
3: And welcome back here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowan. Sean Callahan driving the bus here with Robin Washett of Husker Online. As you heard, title sponsors are Tavern 180 and Tanner's in Lincoln. Check out both those spots. They will be hopping for Husker football Saturday against Michigan State. But this segment of the program is brought to you by our friends at Lazari's Pizza, uh, 48th and Old Cheney. They are your New York-style pizzeria in Lincoln. Uh, Greg and Seth have been proud supporters of Husker Athletics uh, for many years. Uh, they deliver as well. You can order online. Um, lots of great ways to get Lazari's. And, Robin, they, they deliver almost all over the city, right?
4: Mm-hmm. I, I live right by there, so I don't, they don't have to go far for me, but uh, they, they definitely have a pretty good range. I think it is citywide.
3: But, yeah, Lazari's, that was the, the, the spot when we were in college. I mean, they, when, yeah. the, when the bars closed, you Tastes walk Tastes a little La-
4: different having it with your family at 6 o'clock than it did at 2 a.m. on a but Friday night. <laughs> check out
3: Lazari's Pizza. And these guys have no idea. We're, like, talking, like, foreign uh, old no, guy it's language here. old guy talk here. Let's get but back to let's them. Get, let's get down to uh, – <laughs> we got CJ and Kobe with Trey and Bryce in the mailbag. Robin, where are you taking these guys in the mailbag?
4: All right, we'll start off. Earlier this week, I don't know if you guys saw, but Andy Katz, you know, the famous national uh, – Uh, basketball analyst put out his initial 2022 march madness bracket predictions and he had you guys under the under consideration tab or basically after the first four out you're in that next group of 16 so a little bit of love but you know uh, also i think a lot of that has to do with no one quite knows what you guys are and then uh, this last week I did an unofficial or anonymous survey uh, amongst Big Ten basketball writers, where I asked them, uh, you know, to predict where they thought Nebraska was going to finish or where they would put in preseason. And the consensus was around 10th. Some had you as high as seventh, some had you as low as 13th. But the one constant I heard back was that, you know, they know there's an upgrade in talent. They just need to see what it all looks like. I guess what's what's your guys' response, or do you have any response to? Those types of preseason predictions where people think you're going to be better, but they're not sure how much better.
1: Um, Trey, you start. Yeah, um, I mean, the guys in here as well as the guys in the locker room um, or the facility um, just just knows how um, hard of workers we are and really how together we are. Um, that's something kind of different that I haven't experienced um, since I've been in college, just a group of guys who really, like, get each other and genuinely care about each other and each other's goals. So, I mean, just knowing that, um, knowing what your brother um, would like to achieve, um, his background, where he comes from, um, why he goes so hard, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that that, that kind of is really the difference maker um, because, I mean, we're going to push each other. Um, and we really can just talk to each other um, if, if it's a problem on the court um, somebody Someone meet, misses a read, um, we can really just go to each other
4: um and just let them know so that we can be better. Kobe, what do you think? I mean, would you rather be on the lower end of preseason predictions, or would you rather have high expectations, or, you know, these guys are a top four team in the country, and then have to try to live up to those preseason expectations? Do you, do you have a preference on where you would rather be in this type of deal, or do you two care at all?
6: Nah, i say you know, for us, we, like Trey said, we know what, what we have, what we're capable of, um, what we're working towards, so For me, like I said before, it's about staying in the moment. We can't worry about, you know, the outsiders and the expectations and um, what people think we did last year, what we could do better, and this, that, and the other, because at the end of the day, we're the ones out there on the court Mm -hmm. doing what we have to do. So, um, like Trey said, you know, being in that locker room, we all know what we're here for. So we know we're capable of, we know the confidence that we have in each other. So that's
4: all it's about. And Bryson, CJ, I mean, you guys came here, I think kind of one of the reasons why you wanted to come here was to turn around the narrative of Nebraska basketball and take it to places where it's never been, uh, despite the the lack of success. I guess, does, does this kind of serve as motivation for you guys that, uh, you know, that you, your, your first year coming in here, people still have you towards the back end, even though collectively it seems that you guys know you're probably going to be a little bit better than that?
0: Uh, Yes, sir. I would say it's it's motivation, but at the end of the day, uh, we came here to compete, uh, win, and, you know, be great. So every time we step on the court, we just got to get after it and, you know, uh, trust and believe in each other.
5: They kind of hit everything on the nose, but to add on to what Bryce said, like, yeah, it's motivation, but everybody has their own – like, everybody's motivated every day. Like, we wake up, get in the gym, we're already motivated to to get better every day. So I wouldn't necessarily say that's the key motivation or what motivates us the most. But honestly I don't really know if that I mean every th- the preseason rankings is I think it's good for fans really just to have a gauge of where people they p- other people see us at mm-hmm. but honestly like like Kobe said like we're the ones playing so like if we if we prove it to ourselves and we know what we can do then I think we we can be really good
4: okay one of the questions I got on uh, Twitter here from Photo Day is people noticed uh, the patch with the, the hashtag crossed out. Now, you guys, did you guys have that on last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, people were kind of confused about what that was. Uh, I know Trey and uh, Kobe, you guys were kind of at the front and center of that. Can you explain what the, the, the no hashtag symbol means and, and, and why you guys want to wear that on the jersey?
6: Um, so it started last year um, sort of with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, But it basically just means no more hashtags. You know, we've seen um, a lot of people, you know, get killed or um, be severely injured um, by law enforcement last year. And so, um, you know, every day it seemed like there was something on Instagram, you know, with a hashtag with a new name. Um and so that's all it that means you know no more hashtags and i think the the quote that we used last year in our in our speech was no more hashtags just change or something like mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. um that's really all that means you know we just want to continue that um that support just don't don't want to let that conversation die down so um i think it's dope that that we kept it on there
4: yeah i mean obviously last year that was kind of the the talk of the the country for a while there that sort of stuff but i mean to to do it again i mean is that kind of a a statement where you know this wasn't just uh you know like a a timely you know we Mm -hmm. want to be current with the trend type thing that this is this goes beyond just staying in the the twitter news cycle
6: yeah for sure um you know i like i said we don't want to let that conversation die down just because we haven't seen um, or heard about an incident, you know, that the stuff's still happening um, and still going on, and we um, we think that, you know, there still needs to be change mm-hmm. um, in the country. So um, that's something we want to continue. All
3: right, we're going to pick up the mailbag. When we come back, you're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns.
0: Have you ever experienced turbulence on a flight and wondered why?
3: And you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? No, everything's peachy.
0: Maybe you've sat on the tarmac for hours wondering why your plane isn't moving.
2: Well, we're outside here. They're saying the ramp is closed. They won't let us park because of the uh, Air Force block.
0: Listen in on the conversations between pilots and air traffic controllers on the Air Traffic Out of Control podcast.
2: 512, we declaring an emergency. There's smoke in the cabin. I need to make a landing right now on 31 left.
0: We have the most interesting, wild and funny ATC recordings you will ever hear. Check out Air Traffic Out of Control wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
2: You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln.
3: Final segment here of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowan, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett with HuskerOnline.com. As you heard, title sponsors of the program Tanners and Tavern 180 and Lincoln get in the bull spots. They are proud supporters of Nebraska basketball and Trey and Bryce McGowns here on the program. But this final segment of the program brought to you by our friends at A1 Automotive. They are your downtown Lincoln mechanic just for your basic service needs or major work done. They do it all. Kendall and his crew have been servicing people in the downtown Lincoln area or all around Lincoln, for that matter, for many years. And they'll offer courtesy rides. Uh, they will go over the top with the level of service you're going to get. It's a locally owned mechanic Kendall Warnock and his crew do an outstanding job. Check out A1 Automotive here in downtown Lincoln. All right, it's part two of the mailbag, Robin. Where are we going out of the gates?
4: All right, so I was, I guess, we'll ask you guys, have you guys got any clarity as to the format for opening night? Like what all you guys are going to do, what kind of contest, anything like that? nothing all right well i'll nothing. tell you what i got some breaking news for you i was able to actually get a little bit of the the schedule rundown and so doors open at 6 30 fans will file in and about 7 30 they're going to induce the women's team eight o'clock they're going to introduce you guys and then you're going to do a scrimmage for two 10 minute halves or whatever it may be an inter-squad scrimmage and then maybe a three-point contest we don't know yet uh but for sure, no dunk contest. Sorry, Bryce, you're not gonna, be able, to, like, not gonna be able to put way. them on display. That yeah, is well, not it. don't want anybody getting hurt, getting we crazy. <laughs> yeah,
6: we got. Yeah, we're gonna have to holler at somebody <laughs> about that. No, no,
4: no, no, no. And then, then at nine thirty is supposed to be when G Herbo goes on. We'll we'll see. We all know Swerve. how that goes. Swerve. But uh, I guess with the scrimmage part of it, uh, how do you think teams are going to be divided? Do you, I mean? Do you guys have any idea of like? Based off what you've been doing in practices or anything like hey,
6: that. Know the a teams good I Y'all good. know the teams I want. Yeah, yeah. I want the same teams. Mm, got so him. What are the teams? <laughs> <Nah>. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Y'all All
4: right. know what I <laughs> y'all know. I not gonna give us any insight on the teams, but. If there's someone that you get to go up against in front of fans, that's the big qualifier here. I mean, you All guys have played we'll against ahead each ahead. other, but not in front of fans <laughs> that are watching. Who, who, who do you want to go up against? Is there anybody in particular?
5: Maybe go up against each other every day. So, yeah, <laughs> but like I'm it's saying it's it's the qual- the
4: thing is in front of fans. Like, I mean, this I mean, this is a show going. I mean,
5: it's it's still competitive. We still compete at the same level. So, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I don't think it's really anybody in
5: yeah. particular. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I can. Yeah. I ain't gonna. Yeah, we ain't gonna. What What about play? <laughs> I, I,
1: I feel like I feel like it's more more the most exciting. Just I mean, is that first in front of PBA? Facts. Yeah, I'm about I feel yeah. to say like that's more. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's that's the like that's the only thing on our mind. Because I still haven't
5: even it. seen the court down in PBA. Yeah. Like really? when I was in PBA, it was like the Disney stuff going on in June. I think like, Friday. I, I think Friday of the Friday Disney down, on Ice thing. Yeah, like I didn't even see it yet. Took my daughter to that.
4: You've seen the court, right, Bryce? Yeah. Yes, sir, I have. Yeah, okay. Wow, that's crazy. You haven't even seen the court. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, I mean, Kobe talked about this a little bit. I mean, the, the fact that uh, you played a whole year here, but you've never played in front of fans before. Uh, no, I, I played I, in front of fans before. Well, yes, talk, that's, that's true. He talked about here. That's true. No, no, he did. He did with Western <laughs> um, Illinois. No, nah, I did.
5: That's what I'm saying. But he, he talking did. about here, though. You didn't play in front of fans here. He, you mean like I, he I played in front of fans? I, they just weren't no, cheering for. I was for him. playing oh, in PBA. Oh, yeah. yes, I mean,
6: Western. Illinois played more in They knew about me than I knew about myself. Yeah, so have <laughs> been
4: telling these guys a little bit about what it's like. You're, I mean, I think Derek was on the bench when yeah. he was the sit out, no, but I think that you are literally the only player that has ever played a game at PBA in front of fans.
6: That's wild, to even. How about.
1: does yeah? How does that?
4: Oh, feel? Right, that's that's my question that's for
1: Cody. How does it feel to? Oh no, just being that situation. I just put that, that together. Bro. Hey, cuz you were um an opponent. Yeah. So w- what what what's the game cold. day vibe like
4: at PBA? Explain explain to these that, guys. it
6: was wild. Um Oh, it was lit. It was lit, but like obviously being an opponent like I was just trying to lock in. Was it hard? Moving. I mean
4: I mean, I'm sure compared to like a big 10 environment, you know, it's it's probably a little different, but with a non-con game, but I mean, was as an opponent was what what was the environment like compared, compared to other places you played? No, nah,
6: it was, yeah, it was that, for sure. Yeah. It was, <laughs> you feel me? Uh, no, nah, it was, I mean, as an opponent, like, you you more so locked in on, like, what you got to do. So, like, all the, like, antics and stuff before the game, like, you don't really pay attention to it. But I do remember it being, like, crazy. And the thing I remember most is the fact that I was, like, my worst game of the year mm-hmm. when I was at Western. Mm-hmm. So, they were on me, like, well, the scouting report basically scouting had report. you circled. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so, and like, and Coach Gates was here. Yep. So, like, when I first was even getting recruited, Gate that was the first thing Gates like talked about. And he even said like, "Yeah, we were like, as long as long as Webster doesn't shoot, then we gonna be all right." And sure enough, they would. Yeah, they had they had my number that the defensive game. Defensive sure.
4: game plan worked, I guess. Yeah, so. for sure.
6: But um, not nah, to. To the environment like that, yeah, it's that for sure. So um I'm excited to be on on the right side of it this time.
4: And now CJ, you're you're an Ohio guy. Or sorry, you're not Ohio guy. Yeah, you, right. you played in Ohio. Yeah. So you've you've got a, a taste of uh you know, the, the big time college environment. And I know in high school back in New Jersey you played in some big time environments. Mm-hmm. I guess is there any uh Particular venue in the Big Ten, or maybe let's go through the whole schedule, like even some of the, the non-con games you guys are playing. Is there any Big Ten or non-con game that you're especially looking forward to? I mean, obviously, the home game is, is its own deal, but mm. going on the road, is there any
5: mm.
4: co- road venue you're, you're especially excited about?
5: I don't know why. But I feel like Michigan, Michigan State. I was about to say Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't well, know why. Yeah, Michigan. I feel like Deji's going to be. Lit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the environment oh, is gonna be fun. Sure. It's fun to play in. So I just I'm I'm excited for that for sure.
4: Do you guys go to Michigan this year? Yeah,
2: yeah do you we? do. Yeah, you yeah. do. Uh,
4: February first at Michigan. All yeah, right. Okay.
6: The Indiana school is gonna be fun too. We go to both of those at the crib.
4: That's right. You're have
3: oh no,
5: not a nah, nah, lie. We play Rutgers. That's that was yeah, Rutgers. Yeah. Ooh, you Rutgers yeah, like yeah, ten minutes
3: that's, from my That's house. your game. Yeah, that's word, your game. Yeah, that's yeah, down yeah, the I, street. Getting <laughs> home for dinner. That's of, that's
4: right out of the gates too. That's jan- January eighth. Yeah, it's lit. Ooh, in Piscataway. In the right rack. Hometown. In the rack. <laughs> have you have you been to the rack before? I mean, obviously it's right your house
5: Yeah, I used to be. I used to work out in the rack all the time when I was in middle school and like early in high school. So it's, a, it's
4: a
3: different gym It's like an older kind of It's,
5: super, it's, it's definitely different For sure yeah. <laughs> But it's nice though It's nice for yeah. the, You know what I mean
3: When you guys go on the road Like do you guys go to a restaurant The night before Like do you get to pick a restaurant Or is it just Catered food at the hotel A lot of times
6: I feel like last year last Well last year, year we You couldn't do anything last about last year uh, um, I don't, I don't <laughs> know none of, none, of, none of you guys Have actually I mean, had a true Road experience we, for Nebraska we, we, went, we went to a couple restaurants I think last year But like that was it, though. Like, they're trying
3: to feed you, like, pasta the night before or something, like, that's going to give you some energy load the next day?
5: Oh, no. I I couldn't even leave the hotel when I went on road trips. Yeah. That, I mean, last year. Yeah. I couldn't even. so. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we will get to
3: Well, we'll talk about that this season, on, I guess. Sure. We'll find out what you guys do the night yeah, before yeah, games right?
6: on. Sure. Yeah. I'm hoping they got some.
4: Now Trey, Trey, mm-hmm. you're uh, you're going to be one of the player representatives for Nebraska at Big Ten Media Day, which for those that don't know is October seventh through the eighth in Indianapolis. Uh, I believe Alonzo is going with you. So have you have you got your suit lined up yet for for Media Day? Because that's a big deal. I mean, it's like full. You thought today was a photo day. That's the real photo day when you actually get your GQ model going on. GQ uh, model. What 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 <laughs> suit? Are you gonna wear? Have you already got that planned out?
1: Um, actually today um, we're going to our sponsor, um, Gary Michaels, um, to get um fitted, and I'm trying to figure out what color. What, what color? You said gray. You should, should get, get, gray. A, you uh, should get yeah.
5: a gray double breast. Mm. Double That we're gonna talk, and then but nah, For I'm sure.
1: getting. I, I saw some
3: new earrings. Hickey Freeman
1: suit.
6: earrings. <laughs> Golf balls. Golf balls. <laughs> Crazy. You hmm. look like Gucci man walking around. <laughs> but
1: nah, I need them. I saw him yesterday when I went to the mall because I had to get my earrings clean. Need them. That's the main attire for um, Big <laughs> Ten. That's the main attire.
4: Kobe, did you guys ever do media day at Western Illinois? <laughs> never. I mean, <laughs> no. Nah, ACC, ACC media day was, was, was lit. Like, yeah, I, mean, I didn't know if any of you other guys or if either of you guys did, had experience man. doing that before. I would,
0: yeah, uh,
1: I did ACC, but it, we didn't get any suits. We just wore jerseys and stuff. We sweats. did like
6: what it was cool. I wouldn't consider it media day. It was like, I mean, we had some people come in like interviews, but it wasn't like no formal. Like
3: Big right. Ten's like a suit and tie. I mean, yeah. it's it's serious. Yeah.
4: I remember one time with football, Nebraska's guys wore like polo shirts, and it looked—it was a bad look. Everybody. The else first was, year of the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, they were trying to go with like business casual. Yeah. It did
3: not. Look. And everyone had—you don't want so to They be learned the only their guy. lesson
4: after that. So yeah, I mean, you, you got to make sure your suit go is big, right because Suits it's going to be go all over their socials, and Whoa. they're going to ask you about your suit and all that stuff. And so some guys go crazy. I mean, they—it's like a uh, like NBA draft type yeah, stuff where. What, uh,
6: what kicks you about to wear?
5: Ooh,
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, Pri- oh, hey, my man. boy about to go. Some <laughs> Not gonna lie, some But you gotta figure
5: out the color to suit you. That's what wear, I'm boy, yeah. yeah, and then go off that. You know, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna try to express
4: shit Well, I'm sure Gary Michaels is gonna get you get you right for that one. No, for
3: Wait sure. till you see the the shirt selection. They'll have a like a book, Ooh. and you'll be able to pick the certain fabric, the mm. button color. You gonna wear it? Um, you can get your initials embroidered on the sleeves. Ooh.
1: Ooh, that's no, yeah, hard. Yeah, because we got a um, custom suit um, when I was at Pittsburgh. Um, nice. it, was, it was real nice. It was
3: nice. Real. All right. Well, we're looking forward to hearing about your suit experience. You're going. You're going in there today. We'll talk about it next week. And uh, that wraps it up here for another edition. Thank you, Kobe and CJ, for it's joining. So and my gosh. Thank you, Cassie from Tanners, for dropping by, bringing Sly some up. food. Um, make sure up. you download, subscribe, follow the Off Court Podcast anywhere you can download podcasts. We're on iTunes, Spotify. I iHeart. Um, tune in anywhere you can find it. Make sure you follow and download the Off Court podcast on the Husker Online channel.
2: Thanks for listening to Off Court with the McGowans powered by Husker Online. Join us for another show next week brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln.